When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Happy Friday. I'm Jay Zawoski with Greg Boyson and Mario Chiribasi. If you are driving in the city, our thoughts and prayers to you as you deal with Taylor Swift in the sky and everything else that's happening in the city today. Woo! Have fun. Very glad to be working remotely today. Make sure you smash yeah. that like button on YouTube for us. Make sure you subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Podcasters, follow us, subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app, and a five-star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify would be greatly appreciated. We've got a lot to get to today. We're going to get to the Stanley Cup final, of course. I think we got to put our official predictions down on paper or at least on audio file video file, whatever you want to call it. Um, we're going to talk about uh, Patrick Kane's uh, hip surgery, and uh, we're going to get to uh, the NHL's very inspiring NHL draft caps. They are not good looking. <laughs> Unless no. you're a certain demographic, and then you might love it. So, we'll But first, there. we're going to draft our favorite Taylor Swift songs. Uh, oof. Coney Island. It's all you, Coney it's, Island. All, it's all you, Mario. I'll be back in ten minutes. Yeah. I know all the ones she did with uh with the National or Aaron Desner. I've listened to, so Coney mm-hmm. Island gets my vote for my favorite one. You don't have one, Greg? I don't. I couldn't tell you one. Of them. No. I'm being honest, and I'm Ever, not, Evermore not being is too, good too. I, I'm not being too cool for Taylor Swift. It's just I'm not her target audience, and <laughs> yeah. and I've I I don't and I'm not mad about that. Haters gonna hate, 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 hate. <laughs> well, sure, Lawrence sure is her target audience. I'm sure <laughs> I've recognize I will recognize one. I've been in enough sports arenas over the past decade. I'm sure I've heard them. Yeah. But you know, hey, good hey, listen, she's going out there, she's on this tour, people are spending thousands of dollars, and she's playing 44 songs a night in three hours. So I'll give her props for that. She's giving people their money's worth. That's all I could ask for for an entertainer. She see so good for her. Yeah, but I'm still yes. not going, and I'm not leaving Wilmette the entire weekend either. I'm not going anywhere near the city this weekend. The Swifties can have Chicago. Yeah, if you are in the city, by the way, um, I was walking down Randolph yesterday, and the Swifties are in town. And if you're a uh, someone interested in women, it's a good time to be in Chicago. Let's just put it that way for you. Um, all right, what's your favorite Mario? Your favorite Taylor Swift song? Uh, I, I actually enjoy uh, Wildest Dreams. Okay. 
Don't know I, I don't know why, but it, it, it hits me in a good spot uh, whenever I hear it, whenever, whenever I would hear it on the radio. They don't play it on the radio anymore because she's probably released, I think, four albums since that song came out two <laughs> years ago. Um, Is that a cover of the Moody Blues song, Wildest Dreams? I be. don't think so. I know that one. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so. But yeah, I, it, hey, like Greg said, props to her. She's, you know, it's, it's, people are, are, you know, putting out a second mortgage on their house to get tickets to this concert. And she's putting on a hell of a show from what I've heard and seen. So yeah, if you're out there uh, at Soldier Field enjoying the show, do that. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. Yeah. yeah. Listen to the song Evermore and Coney Island. You would like those, Greg, because you and I are lockstep on music. Yeah, but I can't do the national, man. They oh. just, I, I've tried so well, many times. They just, they just. That's going to do it for this episode of CHGO Blackhawks <laughs> and this uh, podcast forever. I've Thanks tried. For I'll try again. <laughs> I'll try again, but it's just, it's just too. It's just too. Mm, there's no, like, I need more. Sad. Dad, yeah. and I'm okay. I'm okay with sad songs. Trust me. Look at the band's shirt I'm wearing. They play. They sing plenty of sad songs. But I need a little catchiness with my sad songs. There's oh, no catchiness. Is... Jack, right. come on. Get this man. I know. Get this man. You can't force boxer. it. You can't force it. You can't force it. I'll try again. I've I've tried with Open Minds like three times. I will give them the Grateful Dead tribute album I did with all those other people is amazing. Yep. I love that. So many great takes. But their their other stuff. I'll give it another try. I'm now 44. Maybe I've hit the sweet spot for the next. <laughs> Get a little sadder, and then you'll you'll fit right in. Well, I've I've those days are behind me. Hopefully for yeah. a while. So if it didn't work, say circa three and a half years ago, it may never work. That's true. That's a good point. All right, we should get to hockey before people get mad at us. It's sure. June second. We got plenty of time to talk about the Hawks, but let's start yeah. with Patrick Kane. Uh, who we got the news yesterday late in the show from Elliot Friedman. He tweeted, uh, Patrick Kane's representative, Pat Brisson, says Kane had a hip resurfacing today Doctor under Dr. Edwin Sue. I'm assuming the H is silent. HSU would be Sue. As is normal, follow-ups are planned with roughly four to six months recovery is expected. Brisson says Kane, quote, wants to play for a long time, unquote, and doctors are optimistic that that will happen. So today I went on the old internet and I looked up what a hip resurfacing operation is. So it lasts anywhere from one and a half to three hours. They make an incision in your thigh to reach the hip joint. Then they dislocate the femoral head out of the socket. Then they trim the head with specially designated power instruments and members of specially designated power instruments. Then they cement a metal cap over the prepared femoral head. They use a power tool called a reamer. To remove the cartilage that lines the socket, they push a metal cup into the socket. The cup is held in place by friction between the bone and the metal. Once the cup is in place, position the femoral head back into the socket and close the incision. What? So they, no. so they give you like a, a, a bionic like ball and socket in your hip. Yeah, basically. basically. Yeah. I mean, it's not that doesn't sound pleasant, sounds, uh, but to get the back to our little music, uh, Femoral Head is my favorite tool <laughs> song, by the way. That might actually uh, yes. be a tool song. I, that would actually not surprise me. Um, that sounds awful. And look, four to six yeah. months. Um, that sounds right <laughs> for something like that to happen sure. to your body. Yeah. I always think my, my neighbor, Bob. Uh, Bab, he had his hip replaced, and the next day he was cutting his lawn. I'm like, oh, well, Patrick Kane will be fine. I, this doesn't seem like what Bob had. No, that doesn't think. seem uh, 
this doesn't seem like a good idea. No, I, I had a friend of mine, Liam, who's a carpenter, uh, and uh, he had his hip replaced, and he was back working installing floors like two weeks later. Wow. Uh, hey, modern uh, modern medicine and surgery, they can, they can do some crazy things. Usually, you know, it used to be hip replacements. Uh, you'd be, you know, almost a year before you could do anything normal. And so you, you walk like coach Ditka forever that way. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah, now it's, it's, it's a lot better, but it just, I think it goes to show like all the stuff we've seen from Kane over the last few years where he just has not looked like himself. It makes perfect sense now. Like this yeah. is clearly more than just a little nagging thing he was dealing with. This is a pretty severe injury. Well, and it's, it's crazy that given a four to six month time frame, like there's no way after the season this was the first time he explored, okay, what are my options with this? Like, I'm sure this procedure was already brought up to him as an option with this sort of timetable. And it's just surprising to me that they would, you know, he would have it done in, in, in June in your free, in your UFA year, rather than doing it in, I don't know, December, January to where, by this time now, if say he had it in January, he, he obviously doesn't get traded, um, just shuts it down, has this procedure in January. That means he's healthy now going into the summer of his UFA year. And you can say, yeah, I'm back skating. I'm full healthy. I got a new hip. I feel great. And it, I think it keeps your free agent options open a little bit more than going into free agency in a month. And saying, yeah, I just had this hip hip issue. Uh, if you sign me, I you you really don't know what I'm going to look like because I might not get on the ice until October or November or December. Completely is going to miss you know training camp and his summer summer workout routine. And this is a, this is not young, spry, twenty three year old Patrick Kane anymore. This is you know thirty four, uh, approaching thirty five year old Patrick Kane, uh, who now has new equipment in his hip. So it's it's puzzling from a, a business standpoint to say, you know, have this surgery now going into the summer of your free agent year. It's it's that's that's my biggest takeaway from for it. For sure. And I think part of that too, and I think he needs to be commended, and Dr. Horror Show sort of says it here. Kaner's last gift for the Blackhawks was a second rounder that could have been a first. I think he felt some obligation and said, Look, I'm under contract. I can play. I'm going to play, and if they want to trade me, I'm gonna. I'll, I'll, you know, within my limits, I will accept a trade and help sure. the team out. And like, props to him for doing that because, like, we talked about it last year. He very easily could have just shut it down and done what Jonathan Taves did and said, "I'm not right. I'm gonna get a fix, and if I can come back, I can come back, and if not, I can't," and just walk away. Like, and that would have been totally fine. It would have sucked, right, for the Hawks, but at the same time, like, props to Patrick Kane for saying. I'm going to do right by the team here one way or another. I'm going to honor my contract and play through this, or I'm going to go accept a trade somewhere else. And then I'll just deal with it in a summer where I don't have an obligation to a team yet. And then any team that signs him, and I do think there's still going to be plenty of interest in Patrick Kane. Yeah. Any team that signs him is already signing him with the knowledge of, okay, this is part of the deal. Just like when the Hawks signed Hosa, they knew it was going to be a few months. So they got to see him on the ice, but they trusted that he was going to get the best treatment. They, I'm sure there were many physicals gone over and all those sort of things, which could explain why Hosa didn't sign with the Hawks until later in that first day of free agency. Remember that? It was like maybe four o'clock or so when kind of the dust had settled for the first day. 
and Hosa was the one name remaining. And then we were all sort of waiting on pins and needles about like, well, what's going on with Marty Havlat? Cause he was, right. the, cause he was unrestricted too. And it was kind of the decision between the two. They must've gotten the news they wanted on Hosa and made the deal. So yeah, I think Kane's going to sign somewhere, but the matter now, the thing is, okay, he's going to probably cost in a, if, if it's a healthy Patrick Kane entering free agency, seven, eight, does this drive his value down a little bit? I think it kind of has to a little bit. I don't, think it really does okay. to be honest with you because first of all any team signing Patrick Kane this offseason is not signing him for what he does in October November and December they are signing him for what he does in April May and June good point they don't care like you're not signing Patrick Kane so he could score a goal on opening night you're, you're signing him so he scores goals in the Stanley Cup playoffs now you have this hip injury that has been a bugaboo for him for three seasons fourth whatever it's been it's gonna get three it's gonna get cleaned up and like it was bothering him all last year i remember opening night in denver going in the locker room after opening night uh in the visiting locker room at the ball arena they don't have it's not as big and they don't have that extra room that they have at the home you know the home facilities where players can go get treatment away from the media and patrick kane was stretched out on the floor in the visitor locker room with the trainer stretching out his hip on opening night. So it was already a factor from night one. And it obviously slowed him down. It slowed him down in New York, even though we all kind of joke like, oh, look at it. He's motivated now, but it's not the same player. So now a team knows that's going to be taken care of. And he's not going to revert back to, to 2016 Patrick Kane, but he could at least revert back to 2019 Patrick Kane when he had that great year. Him and Jonathan Taves had those great years together. He's not going to be as fast and as dy- dynamic, but he's still going to be a healthy Patrick Kane. Um, and, and outside of this injury and that broken collarbone, he's not had a long injury history. Like he hasn't, he hasn't been beaten up because for most of his career – he hasn't been getting hit because he hasn't, you couldn't catch him. Now is a different story. <laughs> yeah. So I, I really don't think it's going to drive that market that much one way or the other. I, in fact, it may have a team be like, okay, we were going to give you two years, but now we know that this hip thing's okay. Maybe we'll give you a third year to lower that average, that at that AAV instead of giving you two years, 18 million. How about we give you three years, 26 million, 25, and we give you that third year. Um, so I, I don't think it moves the needle that much. There may be some teams that are kind of like, eh, I don't know, but you know, I, I think, if you're a team that's one player away from from making a serious run at it, you you put your chips in on the Patrick Kane table. Well, especially looking at this free agent class too, because it's it's him. Yeah. I mean, honestly, it's Taves if he decides he wants to play, which still remains to be seen. I mean, Kane is by far the best available free agent, even coming off a of hip surgery. Tarasenko too, pretty good. But if I'm putting my money on one guy to perform, it's Patrick Kane. Like he's got the track record, and I, I think he'll be feeling better than he's felt yeah. in a long time when he comes back. Yeah, and I I kind of go back to the daily faceoff uh, projections that you know we talked about a few, uh, it was it two weeks ago, um, where they projected maybe his his free agent contract coming out to about three years, and I think it was like five point seven five or something like that. Like now knowing that it's going to be coming off of a of a surgery like this that that makes a, a, a little bit more sense because i think teams are 
you know, as much as it's, you know, he still has the resume of, you know, being Patrick Kane, being, you know, this, this, you know, uh, first ballot hall of famer, Conn Smythe winner, three times Stanley cup champion, former MVP, all that stuff. Um, you know, he's, he's still getting up there. He's had a lot of miles on him. And, and even though he's had a surgery to kind of get, get his hip right, you know, at, at this point of his career in, in hockey players, having, having surgeries, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's a little bit of a question mark. So, you know, I, I think the market for him, there's still going to be a good one out there. And, you know, kind of like we were, we were talking about yesterday, uh, just kind of spitballing at the end of the show, you know, with his, time frame not necessarily being ready to go potentially at the start of the year i wonder if there's a team that might be might have some room wiggle room uh, as a contender to kind of maybe shenanigan their way into saying like yeah we have an agreement with him and they sign him actually to his deal after the season starts move some move some players around with like lti ltir stuff uh and then and then get him in with you know uh a a deal like that and and not necessarily say oh you know yeah we are cap compliant here and then you know two or three days after the season starts you shift some players around and oh yeah now we have patrick kane on our books too like i wonder if that we might see something like that where it's not necessarily oh he has a deal july 1st i'm looking up right now like what's the latest that they can sign I wonder. I wonder if there's even a, a deadline on that. I mean, you can sign. You can sign free agents up until the trade deadline. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. Because so, I, I, so assume I don't know. You assume there's gonna be some sort of bidding war for him. I mean, it's not gonna be 31 teams bidding for him, of course. But you no. know, I, I I think there's gonna be more than like two or three interested. But I mean, for him, it doesn't make a difference, right? It's just gonna be prorated. If the agreement's already made, like, hey, just sign me when you sign me or whatever. Right, right. But I wonder if you're so if you're going to wait, are you so are you saying wait till the deadline to sign him or wait till like Christmas? Or no, you- wait. No, I mean, like, wait till after the the first day of the season when you have to be cap compliant. Oh, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then kind of, you know, if, there, if there's a team that, you know, takes on some some LTIR money or something like that and then comes and brings him in. uh Maybe that's an option. I'm, 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 I'm not, I'm not sure. Yeah, no, I see it. Yeah, that's, yeah, because that compliance. Yeah, that, that, you're right. That compliance thing is key, and then you can just figure it out as you go. Interesting. Right. I the league would hate that. I know that they would. Hate oh, sure, yeah. sure. They would hate the underlining of it, and I wonder if teams would be like, "Well, f you." Now we're not going to help take money off your books. You can add Patrick Kane. You know, but <laughs> yeah, I right. think the players' union probably wouldn't be cool with that either. You know. Um, but hey, I mean, never if it's if it's not illegal, right? Exactly, it's not illegal <laughs> until someone makes it illegal. So if some team does it and everybody makes a stink out of it, uh, you know, then it magically becomes illegal. Kind of like that whole uh, ruling they just made about the coaches not being able to skate with players at certain times, and the Canucks got fined fifty thousand dollars for it last year. Now all of a sudden it's okay. So I wonder if they get that money back, but. Well, and it's like they did with, uh, what was it, after the Luongo deal? They went and kind of like retroactively changed the rules yeah, and and punished teams for deals that had already been signed. Like, wait a minute. (laughs) We we signed the deal under the old rules. You can't punish us for, well, yes, we can. We just did. Yeah. So so enjoy that. I don't know. I'm I'm excited. You know, I I don't know. I'm I'm really curious as to what's next for Patrick Kane. 
and Taves too, to a lesser extent. But like, I was thinking about that today. Like, would it shock you? We're doing our show July first, which is less than a month away. Crazy. Um, and like, Jonathan Taves is one of the first guys signed. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, like, that would that'd be more surprising that he's that he's coming back to play. I wonder when you know, we'll find I, that out. I, I if he's not coming back, we're gonna know before July. You 1st. would think so, or is he gonna say, "Let's a, just see what's out there July 1st And but the hell no, a player of his caliber already knows what the interest is. He knows, I, and I think I, he, I think he already knows his answer too. I think he does too. I think I, he's known it for a long time. I think that 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 April what was it thirteenth, fourteenth? Yeah. I think I think he might have known his decision then. They the day the mouse like visited it. us. Was that the day the mouse visited us in the uh, press room? Oh God, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, he was just saying goodbye to his buddy Jonathan. Yeah, yeah exactly. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, if I'm handicapping, I think yeah, we all agree he's retiring. But I don't know. I could just see him just sitting at home right now, like you know, looking around, doesn't have a wife or kids. You know, it's like bored out of his mind. Like you know what? Maybe I'm not retired. I, if anyone's gonna do that, it's tapes. That's all I'm saying. Maybe we'll that's crazy, man. Like, just think about this month ahead for us. We literally go to the draft. We're there for that week. We drive mm-hmm. back to Friday, the draft straight to fifth third arena for the first day of development camp. The next day is the beginning of free agency. We'll be on a show then doing a, a live show on Saturday for our free agency yeah. show. My God, like it, it is about to pick up. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just that Nashville trip. And those two days are going to be just insane. I'm excited. Yep. I can't. I I literally. I cannot wait. It's going to be a good time. It's going to be. It's going to be a big. uh, A big week for us. Just not just with our coverage, but just in general. Big week for for CH Joe Blackhawks. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to be. It's going to be fun. And and there's you know as much as we've talked about you know since the season ended. Um, and even before that, you know, who are they going to draft? Who are they going to sign? What by by Fourth of July, we're we could be talking about a completely different, uh, you know, outlook for the Blackhawks. Um, you know, af- after the draft, after the opening of free agency, you know, thing thing things they do that way. And um, yeah, we we might have answers about you know where Patrick Kane is going to play, where Jonathan, what Jonathan Taze might do if he's going to play somewhere else or retire, like. Fourth, Fourth uh, of July, when when I'm I'm sitting back having a having a Goose Island beer and blowing off fireworks in my backyard, it's gonna be it's gonna be a completely different Blackhawks world. It's gonna be crazy. And like <laughs> seriously, the draft trip, like the least not least exciting, but the least stressful thing is the Connor Bedard pick. That's the one thing yeah. we know is gonna happen. Yeah, you know, and the rest of it is any like literally anything can happen those two days. And when they were talking to us about like, so like how many like gatherings you want to do with fans and like we kind of can't like we're there's yeah. gonna be so much going on yeah that we, we're not going to be able to just like hang out we are going to have a get together tuesday uh of the draft we're going to be down in nashville we're working on the final final details of it but if you are planning on coming down plan on hanging out with us on to that tuesday we're also yep. probably going to do something a little more casual like an unofficial meet up uh wednesday before the draft but we're gonna be down there but uh, we should have news for you next week on exactly precisely like where to get tickets where we're gonna be where it's gonna you know everything's mm-hmm. gonna pop up and remember if you're a diehard you'll save 20 percent on it so 
Maybe yep. we'll uh, crash the Blackhawks uh, pre-draft party on that Wednesday. Go say hello to everybody over there. Yeah, and, and the, yeah. the one that I mean, that's was... where Blackhawk fans are going to be. Might as well go where they're going to be. Yeah, sure, that's true. So yeah, there's there's a couple things the Hawks actually. We should get to these. The Hawks released these yesterday. If you're not going to Nashville, they're having an official Watts party at the Salt Shed. Uh, that is thirteen fifty seven North Elston. That's the twenty eighth Wednesday from three to ten. They expect the first pick to be announced around 6 p.m. Um, so there's going to be like, you know, music, uh, live music, food and drinks, family activities, rally towels, a bunch of other giveaways. So that's if you're in Chicago. If you're going to Nashville that Wednesday, they're having a party at the Sky Deck at Assembly Food Hall, 5055 Broadway. Again, these are official Blackhawks parties. That's 1 to 6 p.m. No ticket required. So just show up. Um, and then there's an after party that does require tickets from 8 p.m. to 12 a.m. So uh, Hawks have a ton of stuff going on. You can find all that at chicagoblackhawks.com. And again, our, sh- our official thing will be Tuesday, um, you know, probably late afternoon uh, in Nashville. So Are they going to shoo people out right before the pick is made, one to six? Um, I think you need a ticket after that. that that's uh, weird. How can you do that? I don't know. <laughs> I, I went With to the first the, pick the big... to Chicago Blackhawks select, they turn the TVs off. All right, everybody out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I went to the uh, the Big Ten basketball tournament. Uh, God, this is like almost 15 years ago, um, and it was at the United Center. And they have two, you know, they they do two sessions that they have tickets for. So you get, I think it was like two games per ticket. So after the second game, they make everybody go out. And they clean they clean the UC a little bit, and then everyone that has tickets to session two comes back in. And I remember having a, a ticket to to both of them. It was it was it was a gift, and. Uh, I was like, I have a ticket to both. Like, do I have to leave? And they're like, you have to get out. And I was like, oh, okay, sorry. Like, so I had to go. I had to go out, stand outside the door for like twenty minutes, and then walk back in. So, I mean, there's there's ways to do it, but gotta put the new urinal cakes in. I think that's what I think that's the biggest thing. That's definitely what Just it is. <laughs> cleaning right. the bathrooms and yeah, I mean and all that. But that's that's important. Yeah, it'll stuff. be that that would that would be fun. We could uh, we could get some some DX shirts and get a little tank and roll up to their party. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> hey, and if you're looking for a Blackhawks urinal cake for your man cave, I don't know if Foco has them, but if anyone does, it's our friends at Foco. Not only can you get urinal cakes and banana hammocks, you can also get fitted out in the best sports gear around hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. It is spring, almost summer and baseball season is here. Get your Aloha it's shirts. It's not. Not till June twenty first. Okay, come sit in this. Some come sit in my <laughs> office and tell me it's not summer. I'm Fair sweating enough. over here. It felt like winter like two days ago. So yeah, know, you never know. Uh, but get your Aloha shirts, your straw hats, your polos, your bags, everything you need for a game. You notice when we're at CHGO how sweet our set looks with all that stuff donated from Foco. So we thank them for that. Check out Foco.com. Or click the link in our description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO for 10% off. Again, that's foco.com, F-O-C-O.com. Hey, and you know what the perfect accessory for your summer sports gear you buy from Foco is? is a great pair of sunglasses to top it all off, to cap off, and tie together your summer outfit. And you can get those sunglasses From our friends at Shady Rays, they have you covered for the warm weather ahead with premium polarized shades at a very affordable price. Shady Rays is an independent glass 
sunglasses company that offers a world-class product that's just as good as any expensive pair we've ever worn. I like to think they're better than any of those expensive brands. They have durable frames and extremely clear optics for all your outdoor adventures. And that's not all. Shady Rays offers the most insane protection of all eyewear. Every pair of sunglasses is blocked backed by lost and broken replacements. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they'll send you a brand new pair, no questions asked, so you can wear them to the Taylor Swift concert this weekend. Go absolutely crazy when she <laughs> plays your favorite song. Lose your sunglasses, and Shady Rays will get you another pair the next day. That's how that works. Together with their customers, Shady Rays is providing much-needed support to nonprofit partners across the United States through the Shady Rays Impact Program. They're doing everything from building play sets for pediatric cancer patients to providing young adults with the MS and uh, with MS, the outdoor adventure of a lifetime, Shady Rays is making an impact in your community and others like it now and for years to come. And if you don't love your Shady Rays, but you will, you can exchange for a new pair or even return them for free within 30 day days. There's no risk when you shop. Shady Rays has your back and they show you how much they love you, almost as much as we love almost. our listeners Shady Rays is giving out their best deal of the season. Go to ShadyRays.com. Use the promo code CHGO, and you're going to get 50% off all orders of two or more pairs of their awesome polarized sunglasses. So try for yourself. The Shades rated five stars by a quarter of a million people. It's got to be more than that by now. Well, you remember it used to be uh, 200,000 five-star reviews. It's now 250,000. Oh, yeah. That's just... That's just from our CHGO satisfied customers. Just oh, yeah. us. Thanks, everybody. We appreciate you. <laughs> uh, hey, speaking of the draft, um, I don't know if your guys' social media timelines have been inundated like mine have today with with, with this year's draft hat that all the prospects are going to be wearing. Uh, I haven't I haven't seen it until today when it was brought up in our in our work work chat. Lawrence, can you uh, can you share? Hmm. <laughs> yes. I mean, it, okay, for those listening on the podcast, it is your uh, – it's black on the front. It is white mesh on the back. It has like a shield shape on the front with the Blackhawks and uh, logo in front of the stripes and says Chicago Blackhawks. Then on the side, there's the Tomahawk logo, and it has a red bill. It is the most like let's make a hat on Canva hat I've ever seen in my life. I, I just – it's it's the draft hat from NHL 23. Just try something cool. Um, it's going to you know what? It's going to be the coolest Blackhawks ever because Connor Bedard is going to be the first person to wear one. <laughs> Fair enough. It yeah. automatically makes the street it cool. cred is going to shoot through the roof the second that kid puts that ugly hat on. Yeah, I wonder what that'll look like. What would that look like? That look like? Oh, there he oh, is. Oh, it could look like <laughs> <laughs> so good. It makes you breaking news: Connor Bernard has shot up to six foot five. What a growth spurt! Amazing. I don't like the way he wears that hat. He doesn't wear it respectfully like I do. You know what I mean? Pull that brim back, son. <laughs> oh my oh, god! Goodness. Oh Lord. Uh, yeah, the the, the that Thank was you, it's wonderful that was work, like... Lawrence. Loved it. Um, yeah, it's just you know. It makes me sad for <laughs> <laughs> for a lot of reasons, but it makes me sad because, like, that's a fanatic's hat, and that's who's in charge of all the merchandise, and now all the jerseys, uh, the official NHL stuff. So, 
hey, uh, you know, let's let's put one patch on the front, one patch on the side. We'll do it for 32 different teams. Uh, it'll be real easy, real cheap, and uh, we'll we'll sell just a, you know we'll sell just enough of them to to make a profit. And yep, it'll just really be a hit with the kids, right? Yeah, good meeting, guys. That's that's my See, impression that, of a fanatics the, that, meeting. It's it's a the hat's fine. If you're looking for like just a standard Hawks hat, it's fine. It checks the boxes. It fits on your head. You know, it's got the logo on it. Like it's got the team colors. Yeah, but you can get you can get that hat at a gas station for twelve bucks. Yes, this is the draft hat. This is it. Should be special. It should be aimed towards kids aged that are going to be wearing it at the draft. 18, 19, 17 year old kids, not yeah. old dudes like me. I, yeah, I just I I beg the NHL to 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 listen to the youths just a little bit. Yeah, they're 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 designing uh, they're designing these hats for guys that need a new fishing hat on their boat in in northern Ontario this summer. Not for eighteen <laughs> uh, not for eighteen nineteen year old kids in big cities. Um, yeah. You know, I, see, I, I'm not like broken hearted over this hat because those hats, even though they say one size fits all, it's a bold face lie. Those hats do not fit me. No, um, no, no, Yeah. So I, I'm not like, I wasn't going to get one anyway, because I know those hats just, they, 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 they make me look like the umpire from league of their own. <laughs> <laughs> I love the specificity of that of that reference well because there's a line tom hanks says that you know you look like a little penis with that hat on <laughs> yeah that's that's the look i get uh, well, when i wear those hats that's why i get the big wool fitted hats for my large melon and i usually wear them backwards because they look better but yeah. i'm supporting our friends at dnvr today well that was me yeah. with the so the, the the draft hat i actually liked was the yokoharu draft where it was uh the red hat with the stripe it, it like had like the jersey stripes on the side and it was yeah. a bit unique, but I looked ridiculous in it because I was, what, 40 at the time, and it was not made for me. <laughs> but that's how it should be. It yeah. should be not made for me. Like, right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, right. I should not be your test market for a draft cap. Think of, like, the NFL draft hats. I always look at those like, I could never wear that. Good. That's what they yeah. want. They don't want me wearing that hat. <laughs> you know, these hats are going to be featured on a lot of Twitter profiles of, of guys holding fish. <laughs> That's where you're going to see these hats. Yeah. Well, yeah, and and it's, it's except for the side patch, you know, where the the tomahawk logo was. Um, it looks exactly like the Stanley Cup hats. Like it's just going to have that that shield in the middle with whatever team wins, either either Vegas or Florida, and then it's going to have the big. Uh, you know, Stanley Cup in the middle on a on a gray hat in the front with the white mesh. Like it's literally just it's copy paste and it's disappointing. I don't know. I just I think it's a cool. it's a grand it's a grander discussion about fanatics, but man, it's just it just makes me sad. When the Cubs won the World Series, those hats were cool. The black with like the big bold black and and gold print. Like yeah. they were bold and they were different and there hasn't been one like that before and there hasn't been like it since. And that's how it should be. It should be, it should be unique. It's a unique situation. It's a unique event. It should not look like a, like you said, copy and paste of what they have every year. And uh, yeah, it, I still right have, I still have the, I still have the 13 and the 15 cup hats for the Blackhawks because the designs were unique. They were different. They, they looked good. Um, it was it was, I remember in 2013 uh 
when they when they won the cup they're all wearing the hat i was like that hat looks awesome i want to go and get that and i went to the dick sporting goods by my house at the time uh it was i think it was the next day and they had the display and i was like sweet i'm getting the hat and i got it was really exciting I feel like as a, you know, I was 23 at that, as a, as an early 20 year old fan of either the Panthers or the or Golden Knights. Now, granted, it's the first cup of either of those franchises. So maybe you go out and get it anyway. But, you know, I, I feel like if you put that hat up, you know, you, you know, this te- the, the team just won the Stanley Cup. Go get your gear. And here's here's the hat. Here's the milk toast beige hat. I can't see people being like, oh, I'm, I'm going to go to my local retailer and get it tomorrow. Like, I don't think so. It just, the, the designs don't, they don't pop anymore. No, they're, they're ugly. They're not good. Hopefully the shirts are better for whoever wins the cup. But like, I think also too, if you go to, also too, Jesus, I think if you go to Fanatics right now and look, it already shows you what the designs are. Mm-hmm. So there's no surprise. Like, that was the other cool thing is your team wins a championship and then the shirt is unveiled. Like, yeah. Hey, congratulations, Chicago Cubs. You just won the World Series. Like it's all like dubbed over, you know? <laughs> but it's like that was the first time you got to see it was on the players. Then immediately the first commercial was how to get yours. Yeah. Every championship ever. I remember the Bulls had the uh like the cartoon, like the uh what do you call it? Like the caricature shirts. The caricatures. I couldn't oh. get those fast enough. I still have them somewhere. I love I those shirts. All, I got all the Bulls ones in the nineties. Those were the cool the coolest ones. Yeah. I, I wish they brought those back. Yeah. Well, it's it's. Just, I, I hopefully it's not a sign of what's to come with fanatics, but I don't have a lot of hope that things are going to get better. Having a cool hat, kids will wear it regardless of what it's it's on the hat. They it just if it yeah. looks cool, like case in point, ninety percent of the hats I've bought in the last two years, I bought because they match multiples shirts that I own. Like I don't care what logo is on it if it looks cool <laughs> and the color is vibrant and it, and it, like I can use it to the, the match with a few uh, shirts I own, then I'm going to buy it. So I look at it this way. The NHL with their lame merch, they're saving me a lot of money because I don't want to buy it. <laughs> yeah. Got one from Corey K, $2 super chat. Thank you. Corey says, is the NHL draft combine televised? I don't see it anywhere on uh, the NHL network schedule. I can't imagine other networks are chomping at the bit to broadcast it. But maybe ESPN uh, Plus would show it, but I don't see any sort of broadcast info about it at all. I'm going to guess one of the uh, down-the-dial TSN or Sportsnet channels might have it in Canada. I don't think you're going to find it in the U.S. If, if it's not on NHL Network, I don't think you're going to find it in the U.S. Plus, it's not like the NFL Combine. Um, I, I I mean, as as far as coverage and what you want to see out of it, I you know you're going to see guys doing some pull ups, doing some broad jumps. Uh, you're going to see them riding a, a stationary bike until they throw up. Um, it's not the most compelling of television, uh, for you know. So I mean, there's definitely people who who would want to watch it. Obviously, uh, people are asking if you can watch it. Um, but you know the NFL Combine, it's 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 a little bit different. The the Combine skills translate more, and the commentary about all the all the the players too is 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 big and important. And I think you know if the NHL were to televise the Combine, the com the commentary would be really important because you know it's 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 different than the NFL or NBA Combine where a lot of the players are well known because of college football or college basketball or, or things like that. Um, but with the NHL, you know, you got players from, from, from Europe, you got, you know, Canadian junior players, you got NCAA players, like guys that, 
a lot of a lot of people maybe haven't heard about before. So the commentary, I think, would be more important than what you're actually physically watching. And the NHL Combine, it's like the skills that they do. It it, it translates differently. Like you can you can measure you know leg strength. You can measure you know expl- explosiveness from a strength standpoint. But it, they don't do anything on the ice. Like they don't combine, you know, a, a you know bur- a burst on the ice or you know hardest shot or anything. It's not like a skills competition. It's more of just their physical combine. Yeah, the most important things that happen in the combine are the one-on-one meetings that the teams have with the players. It's not about how many pull-ups they can do. I'm sure. Yeah, that that gets taken into effect. But yeah, I mean, you have to be a super hardcore hockey fan uh Corey k if you want to watch that because it's not exciting like i'm even the type of guy that like when they when the hawks said they weren't doing the on ice stuff at development camp yeah i was a little disappointed just for the fact that it would you know the whole counter bedard and seeing these kids but after about like two days of them doing the same thing it's kind of like all right i'm over this like let's play some games so yeah um, yeah, I can't, I can't imagine the, the, the need for watching teenagers do pull-ups on TV is huge, but you know, in Canada, you never know. Maybe TSN 17 will have live broadcasts. Right. Like yeah. Yeah. It was the VO two, whatever that test is where they got the, the biking one. Yeah. Where you the, said, l- the lung capacity yeah, test. That's like Duncan Keith is legendary for like, oh, <laughs> uh, like yawning through like, I got this. Uh, I'll be on here for yeah, the next right. three days. You guys just, you guys just lock up. All right. I'll be here in the morning when you're done. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like the legend of Duncan Keith began at that combine. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got one more nice comment here from our buddy. AJ says recently migrated to the show after exclusively listening to CHGO White Sox for the past year. You guys do a great job. Keep it up. Thank you, AJ. And, you know, keep hey, watching nice. everybody. We appreciate it. What took you so long? Yeah. <laughs> Finally fed up of the White Sox. You weren't uh, yeah. you weren't super interested in what Buddy Robinson was up to on a night-to-night basis? <laughs> the Jujar Kara nah. saga? Yeah. You don't want to hear about uh, Mackenzie Entwistle's parents? Yeah, we're going to have to explain <laughs> the inside joke to you because you missed it. You, you missed the bit, but that's all right. Yeah. We're all next season, the queue. But thanks for yeah. joining us, AJ, and also watching, uh, you know, Sean and Herb and Vinny. They do a great job covering a not-so-great baseball team. That's, yeah. That's correct. Um, all right. Should we get to our – should we talk some cup here? Should we do it? Sure. All right. It's finally here uh, tomorrow. The puck drops on the series. Uh, Panthers and Vegas. And I've, as I've been thinking about this all week, because we've had all week to think about it, I don't know if I feel any more confident or convinced one way or the other on who's going to pull this thing off. I, it just seems I'll, very, very even. Yeah. I will say after talking with Liam um, McHugh yesterday, uh, you know, him, him talking about the layoff for the Panthers, I am a little, little less uh, confident in my Panthers pick. Just a little, it just kind of sets in like, oh yeah, they have had a really long layoff. Uh, and they're, they're going to start on the road. So I know that's, that hasn't been too much of a problem for them throughout this postseason. But uh, yeah, I mean, it's, they're, they're really going to have to find their legs immediately uh, in, in, in this series and not let game one get away from them. But I think I'm going to stick with the Panthers. I, I, I really feel like, <clears throat> like we talked about it earlier this week, like those teams that feel like they're on the, on the, on a special run, uh, that's what the Panthers feel like to me. So I, I think Bobrovsky can keep up what he's been doing. 
I think, uh, you know, there, there hasn't been a more clutch player in this playoffs than Matthew Kachuk. Like, that's – you need guys like that. Um, so, I'm going to go with the Panthers. I, I think earlier this week I said in six so they could win on home ice. I, I, I'm leaning towards staying with them in six, but, man, seven, ga- seven, ga- seven games of a Stanley Cup final, I'm, I'm never going to be uh, opposed to that. Oh, hell yeah. yeah we'll do 14 I, just for yeah. fun. Sure. Yeah. Um, I, yeah, the layover is, is, is concerning, but they also had a six day layover between the Maple Leafs and the hurricane series and they swept the hurricane. So this is almost double that layover, but you know, some guys are going to use it to their advantage to heal up some bumps and bruises and feel good. And, you know, it's not like they're sitting at home eating, you know, sour cream and onion potato chips for 12 straight days and then got to get on the ice. You know, they're, they're, they're working on it. They may they may take a period to get their legs back, but it's the Stanley Cup final. It's the, 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 the energy in that building in Las Vegas is going to be incredible. I don't think it's going to take very long for them to get in. Now, those first few shifts, they're going to have to uh, really – just play simple and smart and not try and go crazy. And then once they get those game legs back under them, you know, they'll be right there. So it's a tough series to pick because on paper, Vegas should probably win this series, but just the way it's been going for, for Florida is if Sergei Bravosky keeps this going, I don't see how Vegas beats him four games. Right. And I'm sure there are a lot of people, Panthers fans, that are nervous about. Oh man, when is when's when's it gonna when's it gonna turn back into a pumpkin here? Like, what, <laughs> when are we gonna get bad regular season Bob back? Hopefully for them, it doesn't happen until next November. Um, you know, and, and this Vegas goaltending run, uh, how long does that last? When does Aiden Hill look like Aiden Hill? Like he had two shutouts in the Western Conference Final. Now a lot of that has more to do with the way the team plays in front of him than what he's doing. He's not seeing a ton of shots, and he's making the saves that he has to. Like, he hasn't seen a ton of grade-A scoring chances, but when he has, he's been solid and and stopping more than he's letting in. And that's all you need out of your goalies. So these two teams play very similar style. They're both big on four checks. They're big on puck possession. They play solid defensive structures. They don't allow a ton of – of scoring chances. They don't take a ton of penalties. Um, so if one team can, you know, get a couple of power play goals in those first couple of games, it can go a long way. Uh, I'm still going to take the Panthers. I just think it's their year. Um, nobody has an answer for Matthew Kachuk. What he did in that Carolina series with two overtime goals and essentially a third one winning the series and with five seconds to go, whatever it was. I don't Vegas doesn't have an answer for that. So they got to shut down everybody else, but um, Vegas is deep. Vegas has got Jack Eichel who is in a Stanley cup final before Connor McDavid, just like we all predicted Mm -hmm. back when they were both drafted one and two. Uh, But they've got guys that are, are, are from that first run in 2018, William Carlson, Riley Smith, Jonathan Marchessault, who's a Con Smythe contender. He's yeah. been huge for them. You've got four guys in this series that are are the Con Smythe favorites, Kachuk and Barbrowski. And if the Panthers win, God, that's a tough choice. Yeah. Uh, 
especially if Kachuk has another couple of game-winning goals in the series, and I pretty much expect him to at this point. <laughs> um, and then if the Knights win, you know, who, it, depending on how that goes, Marshall Show's been there for all the big goals, but Eichel has played a tremendous 200-foot game. I think he I, – I never gave him enough credit for how good he, uh, a defensive player he is, but he's been fantastic. So uh, it's tough. So I'm going to go seven games because I want to see these two teams play seven games, and then I'll uh, I'll do uh, the Florida Panthers becoming the second team in NHL history to win a Stanley Cup in the city of Las Vegas, uh, and then maybe uh, some chick will uh, flash on the glass when the Panthers are taking <laughs> it out, just like that happened when the Capitals did. We can all hope. Um, everything you guys <laughs> One say. One of my favorite moments. <laughs> yeah, I mean, of course. Uh, everything you say is lockstep with where I'm at. And the other thing is look at the path the Panthers have had. They beat Boston. They beat Toronto. They beat Carolina. And if you were going to say, who are the three best teams in the East? Who are the three teams you really think have the best chance of winning the Stanley Cup? That's probably the order in which you listed them going into the playoffs. Boston, yeah. Toronto, Carolina. And Florida took them all down. So I don't want to undersell the Knights and say this is by far the easiest opponent the Panthers have faced, but this is by far the easiest opponent the Panthers have faced. And I think both teams can win. That's why I'm going seven games, too. Uh, I think it's going to be super close for all the reasons you guys said. But the layoff, yeah, I think it's concerning. And I think maybe they lose game one in Vegas. But guess what? Losing game one of a seven-game series on a road, if you get a split, you're happy. Right, yeah. starting a series on a road, so fine if if that's what it is. And look, when was when was the last game of the Vegas and uh, Dallas series? What day was that? Was it four days ago? Yeah, so it's not like they've been Monday. just got off the ice. You know what I mean? Like it's, yeah. it's a long layover for them too. So yeah. it's gonna be tough. I, I I'm I'm rooting for this series to go long. I want the Panthers to win because uh, Matthew Kachuk's my favorite player in the league. And Tuomorutu is a coach on their team. So there's where my rooting interests lie. But I think it'd be cool to see Vegas do it, a team that fresh into the league. And kind of for a team that's only been around for so long, like already even reinvented themselves once. You know, like they kind of yeah. had their run. Like, all right, let's tweak it a little bit. Let's, let's make some changes, go here and there. And to come back and do it again is really impressive, especially when, just like the Panthers, when the playoffs began, not a lot of people gave them a chance. And here they are. So uh, I'm excited about it. It's going to be great, but I'm going Panthers in 7-2. Yeah. This is Vegas is maybe their last chance to really do this because um, they're getting older. They're getting more expensive. You know, cap cap crush is going to happen to them, and uh, they're there. Who knows if they're going to get back? You know, it's taken them six years to get back after the first time. So there might be a little more pressure on them. And, uh, you know, ask, ask Dan Marino. Like, hey, you got to win when you get there because you never know when you're going to be back. So, yeah. you know, people may say, oh, Matthew Kachuk's young. He's going to have plenty more chances to get there. Connor McDavid's still waiting for his first one, and he's got to watch Jack Eichel play for well, the Cup. Well, and Martin, well, so, Matthew's got his father reminding him, you might never get this chance again. Yep. Well, and think about, you know, also on, on the Panthers' side is, uh, is, is Eric Stahl. Like, he – he won when was it was he a rookie or maybe his second year with Carolina in, in in 06 and as far as i know he hasn't been back to a final since then so until now so mm-hmm. i mean that's that's quite the that's quite the layoff between opportunities so it's it's 
there's there's at least someone in that in that room, at least one guy that can attest to you know taking taking advantage of, of the opportunity and, and you know like you mentioned Greg like Marsha Show Riley Smith like William Carlson those those guys were with with Vegas for their their inaugural season their their first run to the Cup final and it's you know it's it's by crazy chance that you know an expansion team is going to be in the cup final for this you know second time in six years of existence so i mean it's you have to make the most of those of those opportunities so it's uh it's it's fun there's a lot there's a lot of there's gonna be a lot of fun uh storylines in this one um you know there's some former blackhawks uh in with with the panthers on on the team uh you know behind the bench and, and on the ice and are there, uh, are there any with Vegas? I can't think of. Are there any well, former Hawks with Vegas? There are, there are quite a few guys though that played with the Chicago Wolves when they were the Vegas. Sure. So, yeah. So you, you got some, you know, Nick Hague and Zach Whitecloud and Keegan Colasar. Yeah. Nicholas Waugh. Those were all key guys when the when the Wolves went to the 2019 Calder Cup final and lost. So you know, there's some area fans have probably seen them uh alive and that's a cool story too because you gotta remember jonathan marshall and riley smith were both florida panthers and taken by the uh vegas golden knights in -hmm. that expansion draft um they made that i don't remember the exact trade but they made a trade to protect somebody else was it was it to protect hornquist I don't remember who it was. I remember they were protecting someone, and you're like, really? So they they traded them Riley Smith for them to take Marsha Show, or maybe they traded Marsha Show for yeah. them to take Smith. It was one of those things. So now you get those two guys. Got to you know, can't tell me they don't want to stick it to the Panthers after that in, in the sure. biggest stage of them all. So lots of lots of fun storylines. Should be a great series, and and uh, I, I wish I was. Uh, I wish I was covering it because that that wouldn't suck to be in <laughs> yeah. South Beach and Vegas for a week. Sure, that would not be bad. That's for sure. Actually, Vegas right now might be a little too hot, but whatever. It's fun either way. Yeah. Um, by the way, former it's a cool, Hawk, Robin it's a cool sixty-eight degrees in the casino. There you go, <laughs> constantly. Uh, Robin Leonard, who's not involved in the season or the team at all, but he's technically a Vegas Golden Knight and future Hawk Phil Kessel is uh, yes. is on the Golden Knights. Of course, yeah, you can't lose that. Either. Yeah. Well, I don't think Leonard is. I don't think he would get his name on the cup. No, he did. Hasn't he didn't played play this a, year. Hasn't played no. a single uh, second this year. So no, no, I wouldn't think so. No, he probably Kessel... just put some snakes in it anyway. <laughs> uh, Kessel would get his name on because he played more than half of the regular season, but mm-hmm. they he's been scratched since the opening round, which is just a damn shame. Chris says uh, Bruce yeah. Cassidy, former Hawk, true. Yep. Oh, there you there go. go. Yeah, yep. that's true. There you go. All right, yeah, we should wrap yeah. things up, but we gotta we gotta do some reads first. Before we do, I want to tell everybody I'm gonna be off for a couple of days next week. I'm getting my wisdom teeth out and and uh, what do you call it? Uh, a new tooth. What's the word? I can't. Wow. I can't think of it. Implant. Dental implant. Yeah, implant. implant. I broke a wow. tooth. Uh, li- literally, totally on brand on an atomic fireball. So I broke oh. my tooth. <laughs> so I got to get an implant. And I got to get all my, finally, after 30 years of being told I need my wisdom teeth out, I'm like, screw it. You're going to be in there. Just do it. Just yeah. get them out. So, wow. And if anyone has seven grand they want to send me, my Venmo is at Jay Zawoski. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, this will that... be our last full uh, full lineup show for a while because you're going to miss the first half of next week. I'll be off the second half of next week, taking a few days off. So uh, the next time all three of us are back won't be until a week from Tuesday, I believe. Uh, unless Mario is going to squeeze in some days off after that. So hey, maybe I will. It's going to need a rest. Hey. You're going to need a rest from carrying the show. 
<laughs> More so than usual. Anyway, get uh, get my get my shoulders worked on. Get go. a shoulder uh, shoulder resurfacing. I don't know. Can I drink beer after uh, I get my wisdom teeth out? Uh, probably not immediately. I would I would definitely wait a couple of days. Um, <sighs> yeah. All I mean, right. they do say to keep, you know, they do say that you don't want dry sockets, but I'm not sure if uh, Goose Island is what you want to uh, lube up those sockets with. <laughs> just soak some uh, cotton balls in, in 312 and just like, yeah. oh, yeah, that's numbing it. Beautiful. Well, the alcohol will kill, kill any bacteria. So, <laughs> that, See? All right, I'm going to bring it up with my, with my dental surgeon. There you go. Do that. Definitely do that. Uh, hey, Goose Island, they are the proud beer sponsor of us here at CHGO, and they have been Chicago's beer since 1988. And, Jay, if you're looking for options to soak those gauze pads in, uh, why not try the Goose IPA, the six-time medal winner uh, at the Great American Beer Fest, always in style with a citrus aroma and bold hop finish. Uh, or you could go with the uh, Tropical Beer Hug, the Dry Hopped Imperial IPA, which is a 9.9 ABV, dangerously easy to drink, and that'll definitely kill any bacteria in your uh, in your wisdom teeth holes. Full Pocket Pills, of course, the everyday beer that is what the Goose Island beer brewers are drinking. And as the Golden Sun uh, beats down on you, why not crack open a golden can of 312 the staple of Goose Island's uh, illustrious beer roster. And, hey, if you're in the Chicago area, uh, if you need a, a pregame meal and beer before you go to the uh, Taylor Swift concert, you can grab an ultra-fresh brewery-exclusive beer at the Goose Island Original Brew House on Clybourne Avenue in Lincoln Park. Or you can go to their tap room, which is on Fulton Street in Westtown. Again, that is the Goose Island Beer Company, Chicago's beer. Hey, Taylor. There she is. Give us a like. How cool must it be to just be able to shut down a damn city? Hey, that's uh, it's quite the power. I guess so. I have no idea. Speaking of power, huh? the Combat Energy Efficiency Program is committed to helping families and businesses in the communities they serve by helping manage energy usage and lower energy bills now and into the future. That's right. ComEd offers a wide variety of incentives on lighting and other efficiency upgrades to commercial industrial and public sector customers of all sizes across the territory come at off also offers free facility assessments that can help find energy saving opportunities like you know for hvac systems all your commercial kitchen equipment you have at your house jay or industrial processes i got more than you think and tell me how that works again remind me all right i will gladly remind you that an authorized engineer will work with you to develop a detailed assessment plan specific to your goals and your needs these can be done in person or as i prefer virtually i don't want people in my house and last approximately two hours within three to four weeks customers will receive a report detailing energy efficiency projects that can you can start working on immediately each recommendation will include estimated energy savings, cost savings, project costs, potential incentives, and simple payback. Bottom line is you're going to save money and energy that we like to call Munergy. So if you own a business, don't wait. Get start saving that Munergy today for energy saving tips, lighting incentives, or to schedule your free facility assessment. Please visit comed.com slash powering biz as soon as this show is over. Yes. And did you say comed.com slash powering biz, B-I-Z? I sure did. Schedule it today. All right. We'll do that. Uh, a couple things before we wrap up. We had a YouTube poll rolling asking if people enjoyed the Blackhawks draft hat. 68% of you said no. 
We've got a $2 super chat here from Windy City Hockey that says Fanatic sucks at making good looking merchandise. Which is a maybe problem. they're good. At, they're good at making sucky looking merchandise. <laughs> well, that's not ideal when your job is making merchandise. You probably want to be better at it than that. Well, they can't have. We already have the best in the business when it comes to designing merch here at All City and CHGO, so they can't have them. That's right. Exactly right. All right, we're going to talk to everyone. Well, I'm not. Greg and Mario are back on Monday. He's not talking to anybody for a few days. <laughs> we doing a mailbag? You doing a mailbag? Yes, let's do a mailbag. All right, mailbag. Uh, Monday. Can we can we do a mailbag uh, where you cannot ask about uh, the number nineteen pick or if the Blackhawks will sign anyone in free agency? Those are our only two stipulations because mm. we have answered that question on four different mailbag episodes. It's tough because not everybody listens every episode, but they should. Mm. All right. Well, when we, when we put out the notice uh, for Mailbag Monday, I will include the links of the last four shows so they can watch for those answers there. there you so if you're wondering what there they should do, is, if Vancouver's in play for the number 11, watch any one of these shows and you'll get your answer. Yes. And there one last go. thing, uh, both Greg and I have written uh, different things for allchgo.com in the last two days. They're similar, but not the same. I wrote mine and I looked at the uh, draft sheet. I'm like, oh, are we writing kind of the same thing? And Greg's like, kind of, sort of, but not really. Um, so they are different. They complement each other well. We'll just put it that way. AllCHGO.com. Both of those are unlocked. So give them a read. And, of course, it's a good time to become a diehard at AllCHGO.com. All right. For Greg and Mario and for – oh, you got something else? One more thing. Yes. Tonight, uh, Seattle and Peterborough, uh, they play in the uh, Memorial Cup semifinal. Uh, the winner gets to play uh, Quebec in the Memorial Cup final. So uh, our Blackhawks trio, Colton Dock, Nolan Allen, and Kevin Korchinski, they are going up against the Peterborough Peets uh, in the semifinal. So we'll... Who were uh, down 4-1 to one to Kamloops last night and won 5-4 in overtime. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty- Tough. Tough exit for the host city, but uh, yeah, yeah, pretty amazing run for the Peets after losing their first two games of the tournament. Yep. So we'll see. Uh, we'll but it's going to end gets... tonight, my friend, to the Blackhawks prospects. That's right. Let's see, let's see who uh, advances to the final tonight. Should be should be a good one. All right, go Thunderhawks. We'll talk to you Monday at two on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast, presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top-rated sportsbook. Download the app and use promo code CHGO when you sign up. Have a great weekend. We'll talk to you Monday.